the text sometimes the images it shows running from the d's and l's and killing all the o's faded prints and subtle hints and fortune cookie lies you never id all your stuff until your outside dies faggot ass wizard <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello, and welcome. Come sit with us next to the hearth for a very special episode of the Emotive Pixels podcast. I am Will Atkinson, and I am joined by the following travelers. Nate Stevens. Brian Pachuki. Alberto Polly Kroll. For this special episode, we will be sharing tales of their experience with NetHack. Be warned, you Salty treacherous dog. people. <laughs> <laughs> These tales will be extremely spoiler heavy. <laughs> that being said, Sir Polly, what would your profession be, and would you regale us of a tale of adventures nigh? My role is an archaeologist. I study what happens in the mazes of menace, try to learn from it, and possibly someday will discover the secrets of the amulet of Yondor. I don't have much hope for myself, however, though. There's many stories of treachery that falls before the many heroes and Victims Not. of the mazes of menace. Let me tell you the story of Polly the Troglodyte. <laughs> Just why are you talking in old English? There's archaeologists in this game, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it's a class. There's also credit cards, man. There are credit cards. They're as good as keys. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> so the unfortunate soul, Polly the Troglodyte, he ventured into the mazes of menace with his faithful dog companion, Slasher. Sadly, Slasher did not last long as he was killed in the first discovered room in the first level of the dungeon that Polly encountered. Sadly, Polly saw gold ahead and he rushed forward. As soon as he picked up the seven pieces of gold, he saw he had sprung a trap, and Slasher was immediately engulfed by a pillar of flame. At that moment, Polly called out in prayer to the god Anu for guidance in dealing with his loss, but Anu saw no pity and surrounded Polly with a black glow, a curse. Polly began to understand he was all alone in his journey and ventured deeper into the dungeon. After continuing on to the second level, fighting through newts, zombies, and grid bugs, Polly came across Blaze's health food store and encountered, however, upon entry, he could not afford anything. He did not have enough Zorkmids and did not have any interest in any of the health food that was supplied to him. After repeatedly asking Blaze to move aside from the door and let Polly out of the health food store, <laughs> Polly attempted to jump Blaze, but was unable to. Reluctantly, Polly attacked Blaze head on in order to escape this health food store trap. <laughs> Unfortunately, Polly's feeble club swing at Blaze missed, and Blaze countered with not one but two wand attacks. The first, that confused Polly with some banshee scream in the distance, and the second, firing a bolt directly at Polly's chest, immediately stopping his heart in a painful blast. Polly died in Blaze's health food store on only the second <laughs> level of the dungeon he sought to conquer. 
Polly was only one of the many unfortunate souls who have met their doom within the mazes of menace, and his is a sad story of unpreparedness and misfortune. All ye who seek to possess the amulet of Yondor, beware. Death and deception lay around every corner before you. Turn back now to your mundane lives and rejoice in never witnessing the outright terror and despair that await within the mazes of menace. Indeed, a very menacing tale. Compelling. And you, fair sir, who are you, and what tale would you share with us this eve? I, Albert Owen, the ranger, an elven ranger, that decided to try and see if I could bring clarity to the dungeons that I found. <laughs> What'd you find? How'd you die? Uh, Boredom. <laughs> pretty much went in. Didn't even realize I had a dog at first. Then finally kept switching places. Pla- exactly, saw a bunch of times. Switch places, switch places, <laughs> switch places. Like, what? Oh, okay. Hi. <laughs> he was a pretty... He was You're like, uh, what's the man of La Mancha? The guy who tilted at Don Quixote? Don Quixote, that's the one. Oh, the windmill dude? <laughs> the windmill dude. <laughs> Boom. Like, I'm fighting this windmill. I'm fighting this windmill. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I had a pretty uh, resourceful dog, though. He picked up a knife. He did. It, it, like, oh, it's like Dino. Yeah. He was. I did make him drop the knife, though. I don't um, know how we did that. Don't run with knives. Did you traveler meet the perilous end? We did not. I didn't know what the staircase was. I thought it was going to send me further down. It was to send you back up. And so that's <laughs> how my story ended. I was like, oh, okay. You so, walked right back so out. you made your way back to the entrance and left. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was considering telling a very similar tale. <laughs> Fair traveler Brian, what tale would you regale us of? I am a blue wizard, and I was going through the greater expanse of the world unknown and going through starting off i was walking through door after door after door and forcing my way through many obstacles of unknown peril so it's kind of like the matrix with all the doors no. <laughs> pretty much the same quests and then realizing that there is much more to do, I set out to complete even more. Having no ability to continue, rage filled me to a nth degree, <laughs> and I decided to give this to quit. zero out of ten. Ye fuck this oldie game. <laughs> <laughs> Ye are correct. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. My, and you. M- my name is actually Bait the Bard. I'm a conjoined twin with Dear Traveler Alberto. He was so incompetent in the dungeon that together the two of us reappeared at the entrance. And when he quit, I, magically not a conjoined twin anymore, was free to question my own mortality. And I traveled to a tropical country where I fell off a scooter really fast. And then, dearest white mage Craig, or Dreg as he wants to be known. No relation, actually. Totally unrelated to podcast, Craig. (laughs) Appeared above me in a white flash of light, and shirtless, he strapped me with a tourniquet, and I did not die. And now I'm here with you today. Most of that was a true story. Yeah, I didn't get to that part in the game, so... It was was mostly the first half. You have to do really well to get unconjoined. (laughs) As can easily be told by my long, flowing robes, I will and... A wizard. What color are they? Floral. Black and purple. Sorry, I was. And very... I'm colorblind, so I needed to know. 
As you can tell, obviously. It's like a nice floral pattern, I got, pattern on it. It's got them. a kind of a felt thing going on here. I got the black nice. part. It does look soft. My hat's nice and pointy. Oh, good. How like does it, how I like does the it Hello st- Kitty hiding behind the hood. <laughs> Me too. How does the hat stay up? Magic. Damn. He's good. He's <laughs> <laughs> a crafty wizard. <laughs> but the tale I shall regale you of is that of Emo Picks the Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> He struck out into the dungeon. Sounds more like a she. I was going to confer with that. <laughs> or concur, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Can, we, can unlike, we just change the gender on that? Unlike Tangential the Knight, <laughs> Emo Picks was a guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, whilst wandering around, I stepped upon a teleportation trap and was teleported into... A room full of gold. I immediately picked up everything and had around 700, what is it, Zorkmids, Gilds, (laughs) something, I don't know. Yeah, Zorkmids. Gilders, something. At which point I discovered there was no door. After spending several turns trying to figure out how to get out, a door appeared and a jailer came and opened the door. I said, well, hi. And he said... You can leave as long as you drop all your money. So, walking out of there, I had less money than when I walked in. (laughs) It's okay, because I then proceeded down to the next floor, where I came across a store. In the store, having no money at this point, I could not afford to do anything. However, I dropped two kobold corpses and managed to gain four gold. Off to an amazing start. I continued on and got ambushed by a pack of werejackals. I was fighting them off and get, got down to one health and used a teleport scroll to, to be transported completely to the other side of the map where I was immediately killed. <laughs> grid bug? Oh, grid bug, yeah. <laughs> it was nice and horrible way to go. And that, fair travelers, was the exciting tale of Emo Picks the Ranger. Before we call this a knight. I wanted to mention about another fair traveler. We'll call him Wiki the Pedio. <laughs> <laughs> His adventures included passing the main dungeon into the gnomish mines, onto the rogue level, the big room, fighting Medusa, entering the Valley of the Dead, the mazes of Nomurgon, or Nomurgon, Nomur something. Eventually finding the amulet of Yendor, traveling through all four planes, the planes of earth, air, fire, and water, and making it to the astral plane where he returned the amulet to his god, something like that. Whoa. That's, that's the goal there, that uh, Wikipedia had. <laughs> <laughs> nice. From my, from my archaeological training, that is. Excellent. The, the scrolls first saw... <laughs> Who is this unworldly creature at Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah, how is he so powerful? Yes. And where did you come across him and his tales? Magic. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that's going to bring us to the end of our stories. We want to talk about the game a little bit before we call us a wrap. Absolutely. Um, do you have anything you wanted to bring up in particular? Uh, there's so much about this game. I like it. I don't know how many other people like it can get over the fact that it has ASCII art and 
just the lo- the level of depth in it. I, I mean, this game is so deep. Yeah, it does so much things. Like I died in the every time I died, you hear about a lot of games like Spelunky and FTL and things like that where misfortune falls on you. But every time I died in this game, it was a hilariously unknown end that I that didn't see coming. Like something as as stupid as not knowing I was so hungry that I pat- fainted <laughs> and then my dog ate me because oh. he was also hungry or. Uh, <laughs> Or thinking that a slime mold was going to attack me, so shooting my uh, fire wand or uh, fire blast wand at it, and it bouncing off the wall and hitting me and killing me, um, just uh, dying in the stupidest of ways. Um, but learning from it every time, and it just makes me want to actually get back into it and figure this dense game out. There's like something bound to like every button on the keyboard and yes. yep. there's something to like the shift versions of yeah, every like key the, on the keyboard and something the control. on the control. Yeah. yeah. There's like something as silly as you can, you can type in pray and the god might a god might give you something or might curse you. Um, you can you can steal anything from any store. You can at your just, own risk. Yeah, because the shopkeepers will mess you up. That's <laughs> Paulie the Troglodyte is shown. <laughs> I swear, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's part of the game that he wouldn't let me out of his store, but so he would not let me out of that store. So you can toggle on and off the auto pickup, and mm-hmm. if you just auto pick up anything in the store, he'll stand in front of the door, mm-hmm. and so you have to press P to pay. But I dropped everything that I had. You might have to like wander. Yes, ba- it was a really a small, small store. I believe that's why he was just kind of not getting. He out didn't of the have way. anywhere to go or so, something. But um, but things <laughs> like that, like just the stupidest things, or, or things like trying to figure out how your dog follows you around, or to get him to follow you, or why are you not following me down to the next level? Things like that. Different classes have different um, animals. Pets. Yep. The knight has a horse. I'm pretty sure the tourist has the trunk from Terry Pratchett's Discworld series. <laughs> I'm not sure. I That's funny. Um, so the first book that I picked up was a Terry was full of Terry Pratchett novels, and I was reading that, and I'm like, well, that's not helpful, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just weird. Like, I swear I picked up – I read a lot in this game. Like, just shit I picked up in this game, and it's like, <laughs> okay, sure, why not? I don't know. I, I, I thought it was really neat. I was so surprised by, like, what did this come out in 87 or 86 yeah, or something? Yeah, this game's been like? under development oh, continuously way. since then, right? This game is an early access access game. (laughs) (laughs) The latest update was in 2015, as far as I saw. Yep, like December 9th. So I think it's been a continuous compatibility fixes. Oh, okay. That new update because it was broken on Mac for a while, I guess. But for a game that has absolutely no graphics and totally not something I thought I would get into at all, like, and I don't even like fantasy stuff, but this is just that jokey kind of fantasy enough. Kind of reminds me of like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy humor. For those of you who are free, just. Google the game, it's free. You can download yeah. it on pretty much any, any platform. Anything. You, there's yeah. a graphical version too. Yeah. An iOS version. Struggle with controlling it for days until <laughs> it's on it's on a yeah, it's on iP- iPod and iPod, How did the controls iPhone. work on the iOS? There's a bar on the bottom tap, with a bunch of different like commands. Four different or sorry, not for like you're like seven or eight different buttons at the bottom that you and can one's push. Like, and the buttons are like comma. Yeah, but one of the buttons, one of the buttons <laughs> is the uh, pound sign. What will bring up about all the commands like pray and search. 
That's and another thing in this game. Like you can go into a room and not know at all why there's no e- exit or anything like that. And have, eventually, I found out you have to so, search, and there could be hidden doors, or you could kick walls and they'll crumble, and you could go through them. So one of the things I was noticing today is I got blinded because I most of the things you pick up and find will just be unidentified. And so you, a bubbling potion, you're like, well, fuck it, drink it. And so I <laughs> blinded myself by drinking some random potion, and then so. You can walk. You could try to walk in any direction. If you can walk, then it'll be there. And then if you hit search, the eight boxes around you will be clear. So it's like walk, search, walk, search, walk. <laughs> there was another potion I drank that uh, it must have been a potion of memory loss of some sort because it says, "Thinking of Maud, you forget all else." And then like the whole map before all the other rooms are erased, oh, yeah. and you have to rediscover them. Just this bunch of weird shit in this game. It's I, and I you probably it was didn't get off the beginning dungeon, right? The first five layers or something? I made it to the fifth layer. That's the furthest I got, which is the entrance to the, like, no mines of some sort. So this game gets way different the further and further you go. And it's really completely deep and crazy. It's a roguelike, right? This is, well, I, I would have to look at it, but it might be that this one was first. They're, like, oh. near t- yeah. nearly developed next to each other. They're simultaneous? Yeah. This is the closest to rogue of any other roguelike. <laughs> yeah. Was Rogue a D&D game as well? Uh, it was very similar to what, what we played here. Cool. I feel like the only thing that... and I mean, I feel like if I had a little bit more time with it and if there were fewer controls maybe to start with, <laughs> I may have been a little bit more inclined to like get wrapped up into it a little bit more than have like more control like introduced to me. That's the but other like, thing. There's like... There's you know 200 commands easy. yeah exactly yeah and then <laughs> only 40 of the commands matter to each of the different character classes <laughs> anyway, i don't know what the i'm hell holding here the 42 page uh <laughs> guide to this game and literally there's like six pages of controls and i'm like getting through the game like this book is worthless because like whenever i wanted to do anything i couldn't find it it's i spent probably a half hour trying to figure out how to cast spells and right. i kept you could zap things that was no big deal but it's shift z to <laughs> capital z to, uh. to cast spells that you know yep but then you can forget spells that you know <laughs> i was like what the hell yeah i yep. was trying trying to figure out how to use my um a sling i think they I might guess, call yeah. it yeah. a sling and i was trying to figure out how to use that but i just kept throwing the sling <laughs> at people and it was actually pretty effective so that's how you use it <laughs> Take that. I think that checks out, yeah. <laughs> you have any final thoughts, Nate? Uh, this is w- one of those games that I think is really cool in that it gives you tons of imagination space. Like you go into it with so many commands, and it's like up to you to think kind of creatively about what you should do in any given room. Not necessarily in text adventure style where you have to like think of a solution, but like to think of going into a room and praying or searching or. It's kind of your own ability to manage a bunch of options at any given moment. And if you're really into that kind of, all of a sudden you're in this brain space that's way big, you're not just walking down a corridor kind of idly interacting with everything and that's all you could do. Run to the end of the corridor and press X. Yeah, it's not like that at all. So if you're into that kind of game, then this is really cool and interesting and it has the opportunity to really swallow you up because it sounds like it basically goes on as far as you can, Spelunky style. That's not really my thing, but I really wish it was because i feel like it's really cool to get really far and be like what this is so different than it was a level ago even though i'm dealing with the same game so one of the character classes 
I think you can play as. Is it the archaeologist? Archaeologist. What? Is one. There's. Is there a miner? No. Maybe it's the archaeologist. Monks. Did you get a pick? Let's um, see. If you have a pick, can you like dig through levels? You can just straight walk through walls if you have. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's it's so hacky. Like one of the ways is you can go into the store through the back and just steal all this stuff. And since you don't have to go out the door, you just walk out the back. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> like there's so much going on in this game. That's interesting. See, I think that's really cool. I don't have enough data to rate it. I don't even know how you'd ever rate a game that you could never get to the end of. Sure. But it's it's a cool thing. Final thoughts, Brian? I downloaded this game. I, I debating between the ASCII and the graphical version, and I don't know. I just booted up the graphical version, and I got through the first level, and I did everything I could imagine. Like I, I went through every possible door. I went through every possible hallway. I killed everything that was there, and I could not figure out how to do anything further. I, I saw the stairs. I could nothing I could do. Nothing I, I could, commands could get me through the next level. So I was just like, wow, fuck this, I, you know. And um, yeah, I quit that. And then like maybe a couple, you know, days, like maybe a week later, I saw Polly was posting about um, the mobile version and how he was all excited with that. So I was like, all right, I'll give it one more shot. But I'll do the mobile version, see if that's different. Maybe it's uh, you know, works a little better on that. And booted that up, and it didn't work. It literally didn't load. Even I couldn't even get to yeah, a there's, screen. Yeah, there's multiple I, versions. Yeah. I found two that didn't work. And uh, the one I found. And I kept checking the, the reviews, and they're like, everybody. I'm, I'm the one that I was using was like, this is you know, five stars. It works perfectly. And I'm like, I can't even get it. Pa-. Like I literally uninstalled it like ten times. I, I'm not a good judge in terms of what uh, what I think about this game. It sounds like Will and Polly had a really good time with it. The the controls kind of definitely threw me off. Like I was looking at the the help menu and it was like 50 pages worth of commands, and I'm like that kind of I don't know that to me is not a good you know. And maybe maybe it's a funny thing to do, but I don't know. To me, it makes it too much. Like just trying to search for the one thing I wanted to do takes 10 minutes to scroll through, and that annoys the hell out of me. It's just something like. Putting on an amulet or putting on a ring is different than putting on armor, which is different than holding a weapon, which would all seem, you would just think equip, right? But yeah. there's like four different words for equip, and they're d- bound to I, different I, I, I don't know. Finding out what you're wearing is a kind of a bit of a process. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is done like on purpose. It's kind of like a jokey kind of like, hey, you know, it's a like a riff on, on things, or if this was just like, hey, this at the time was like, oh, we're, this is what I really thought it should be like, and this I don't was, know, it just seems like it was way too much, and like that's not my style, like I mean, I, I, I don't mind a little bit of learning, and I don't mind a little bit of like hey, dig into this stuff, but at the same time I don't want to be just bogged like I don't want to waste my time bogged down with figuring out, like I shouldn't have to, like what Paula was saying, like there's you know, six pages of commands and only 40 of them pertain to your class. This is a so it's like, I, I don't feel that that's a, a, a good... I mean, if, if that's what they were really going for, like a serious thing. Again, if it's just jokey, that's fine. Okay, I get the joke. But like, if this was a serious thing, like, I don't find that a good mechanic to to sit there and waste like time trying to figure out what, you know, like, it, it, it's not for me in that way. So, um, had I even been able to continue, I don't know. It wasn't a... Like, I could see where the, the kind of cool thing and it's in and it's a really cool idea that this game still has legs to it and people still have this um excitement to it but i don't know it was definitely not for me well this was 1987 right so a lot of these things were probably a bridge between 
text games where you'd want something more natural syntax, like put on the ring rather than equip the ring. Like right. back then, you kind of want it to be the most natural like way that you would think to say it. Yeah, I yeah, understand that, but like at this point, like before like WASD controls and things like that. Like yeah, I don't think there right. is there existed that meta humor you're talking about. Yeah, but of, like it I mean, this game joke, has like, been. I think it was completely. This game has been iterated on for years. You think somebody would have like? I mean, unless again, unless they're just saying like, "Oh, I just want to keep it like their original yeah, style." Know. But I don't know. The funny thing for me, it's is just not for me that way. That just so like, despite how much preparation and such this game would take to like really figure out all the things that you could do with it the same thing could almost be said about the Battlestar Galactica board game and I love 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 that board game but I mean like the first time anytime that we had anybody new playing it we'd sit there for like at least an hour or an hour and a half to get them caught up but that's on what fine like were. and that's what I was saying like it's one of those like a learning is once fine. you see all the pieces yeah okay now the game's simple. but but right. here's the thing like I agree, and having some learning curve to the game is great. Like, I don't think it should just be like, oh, pick it up and you're just, you know, like, and you're just an instant know everything either. But, but there's a difference between taking an hour, an hour and a half to learn it, and taking reading a forty-two page document from you know cover to cover and still probably not understanding. Still not. Like that's a complete <laughs> different aspect of it. And the other thing that like. Although is is the Battlestar Galactica like all the the instructions of the game apply to every character in the game? It's oh, not yeah, like yeah, they have yeah. like this page is for you know Starbuck and this page is for Admiral and like it's uh, I mean there's a little bit of that a little like, bit well. but not much like it's more like okay this class can do you know and it and specifically tells you that it's not like oh figure out what your class can do like fair yeah, but I understand what you're saying I, I agree I just. I don't know. It's, that's not for me in terms of, like, I don't want to sp- spend ten weeks figuring out how to play a game that... Any other thoughts, Alberto? Uh, no, that was pretty much it. I just, yeah. <coughs> I felt that I was... I actually didn't really even think about that until just right now. Like, I feel like I probably should have thought about that a little bit more when I first started playing the game. Because, like, when I first thought, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. I should have just taken, like, a couple more seconds and been like, hold on. I've done this before. Let's give this a little bit more of a shot, but... You played it all on the phone? Uh, no, I started it on the phone, and then uh, when I got home, I did it on the computer. That question mark on the computer spent way too long looking at the commands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I think that that's, like, when I started on the phone, I was I actually kind of, I'm glad that I did that, because when I started on the phone, I was able to kind of do stuff, and it, it actually did simplify all that you could do with it initially, like, when I first saw it. And then when I did it on the computer... And I saw like the list of all the commands. I was like, a little bit of like an overload. Okay, hold on. Well, on the flip so side of that, the graphical version on the computer did have not a tutorial, but it sort of mm. gave you some commands to use. Remember on that I mean, sidebar? Yeah, it, 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 true. The it did. menus or whatever, right? No, like I there's like a text field on the, the sidebar that version. like there was something along that. Yeah, that sets yeah. out a few like try using this, move here, like. It still know. wasn't good enough because again, it's I couldn't. Enough, I couldn't figure out like basic things. Like I was literally standing on the the, the was, stairs and trying everything, and I couldn't get to the next level. And there I was, just was like, one bit no. that I saw in the one of the text files for it, where it gave you basically two commands that were essential to do. Which I actually wish that I had read that going into the computer version. It was like one was like a slash, and the I forget what the key for the other yeah, one was in the README. Yeah, and basically either of those keys would tell you what options were available for you at that moment. 
<laughs> and I kind of wish that I had read that before I had actually started playing it. So there's also, I think it's slash and then M or slash then something. I can't remember what like, one was. Just let you identify what monsters are near you. Right. I thought that was really. Let me took me a f- while to f- like you'd see an F run at you and you're like, what the fuck is that? Right. Know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Even oh, figure no. out what your pet was because it doesn't always tell you. Yeah. Sure. Polly, any final thoughts? Yeah, I what Brian was saying, I kind of understand what he's saying, but I kind of think of it in a different way. It is very hard to understand game, and as soon as I loaded it up, I was like, oh, this is not going to be something that I'm going to understand for quite a while. And I, <laughs> I think, like, the first time I, I loaded it up, I, like, stood underneath a rock trap, and rocks fell on my head until I died because I didn't understand <laughs> movement. And, like, I had to, like... Cause before WASP Boom. controls, Ow. and I wasn't about to control with the number pad, so Ow. like I had to like remap my controls and everything like that. And I just started digging into the game, and like the first night, I must have played it probably for like three hours or something like that. And Whoa. I was like, "All right, uh, I'm starting to get this a little bit." But the thing is, like, I don't think I'm going to understand this game. And if I kept going at it for 20 hours, I'd probably hate it. But if this is more of a game where I'm like going to be like. It's cool because there's a version on my phone which has helped me understand it. So, like, I will pick it up for a 15 minute run here or there just to be like, oh, that was a cool little story. This time I learned how to use what this scroll is or, um, you know, just a, a, a neat little thing. Um, I feel like that's kind of the way they developed the game and that's why it's so dense. I feel like they were trying to find a different way to do a text based game and they were like, I need to see space. So, that's why they, they developed this strange map. That doesn't make any sense when you're looking at it at first until you get into it. I was never huge on, on text games, but that sense of knowing what's around me by actually being able to see it really helps me. So I think like once he like got deeper into that idea, the, the developers, I feel like they started like, well, we could do this, we could do that, and they just kept adding stuff, and that's when it just started getting ridiculous. All right, you can put this on a credit card if you're a tourist and uh, take photographs and, and do a bunch of weird stuff. And they just went further up their own butts with it, and I always appreciate that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's great. I'm going to give it like a, I don't know, a 15 out of 2 or something like that. Wow, that's pretty high. <laughs> that's a lot. Whoa. So I picked this one up. Many, many years ago uh, when I was bullshitting and just oh, yeah. looking By the for way, something. Well, that... thank you so much for telling me about this game. Good. I'm very, very thankful for that. I never knew it existed at all. I, I, I like it as, you know, kind of a little bit of instruction uh, for, for two things. One, in that this is kind of what, what you, you hear that term roguelike thrown around over and over and over again. And, like, it means slightly different things. And in some games you have this roguelike with progression or roguelike and I get to save things and all kinds of weird things. But uh, it's kind of interesting to see what, what like, some of the original thoughts of what a roguelike should look like were. And um, the other thing that I really like about this game is just from the get-go, the possibility space. I could go anywhere. I could solve this seven different ways. I don't know what six of them are. But there's all this possibility yeah. out in front of me, and I just I don't even have a glimpse of what is possible in in the space in front of me. So I, I think that's really cool. The fact that for the most real players, you'll go and you'll kill yourself in you know five ten minutes makes it uh, pretty easily digestible. When I first picked it up, I was uh, bullshitting at lunch, playing one or two games dur- during lunch. It it was a great tiny little time waster for that, and then. Between that and it being free on just about any th- platform you can yeah. imagine, it's uh, it's not hard to 
yeah. waste a little time with. Not at all. I've read that you can get really crazy with it and create whole armies of pets to to do things for you and like go completely nuts. But I'll Pokemon. never get to that level. But the <laughs> fact that you can is like makes me happy. Yeah, if you spend me. three minutes reading the wiki for what it takes to get the amulet of Yandor, the thing that they tell you you're doing in the very beginning of the game, right. it's just like. What game are you playing? Yeah. <laughs> this has nothing to do with what I'm doing. So that's really fun. Really cool. All right. So I think that brings us to the end. Thanks, cool. guys. This brings us to the end of another awesome episode of the Emotive Pixels podcast. If you want more from us, you can find us on iTunes and at our webpage, www.emotivepixelspodcast.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash emotivepixels, or follow us on Twitter at emotivepixels. And as always, keep Keep on on playing. playing!